It's time for the Ron and Brian podcast. Get ready to fill your ears with the latest news, politics, current events, and whatever else we feel like talking about this week. And now, your hosts, Ron and Brian. All right. Good evening, everybody. It is Sunday night. It is 8 o'clock, and it is time for episode 290 of the Ron and Brian podcast. More importantly, uh, it is time for the show that many people have been waiting with uh, bated breath for uh, our championship belt debate. Uh, Brian, you are looking unusually dapper this evening. You've got your title belt. You've got your smug air of self-assurance. How are you doing this evening? I feel like a champion. I will behave like a champion. And when I fall asleep tonight, I will be your champion. All right. Uh, Should we bring in our special guest moderator for our debate this evening? Listen, it has been, it's the year has gone by quickly. Um, It feels like just yesterday when your dreams were crushed and you had to walk the belt over to your local FedEx store, hand it over to Rodney your Federal Express uh, employee, and ship the belt up to me. I've had this belt, and I'm going to keep this belt. And whatever you do now, Ron, I want you to understand something. I'm not afraid. Bring it on. And speaking of bring it on, why don't you bring on our moderator? All right, our moderator, friend of the podcast, legendary Marty Jardy. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi everybody! So, are Welcome, you, are you excited about your uh, this this monumental uh, occasion that's about to happen? I am excited. I am honored. Longtime listener, longer time friend. Uh, we might have some friendship shattered tonight. We will we'll we'll see what happens. We have a lot to unpack. Hope you guys are ready. I know I'm prepared. I'm ready to go. All right. Well, then uh, let's get right into it with okay. drink of the week. Drink of the week. <laughs> Drink of the week, drink of the week, drink of the week, drink of the week. So this time we'll start off by saying, Marty, what did you bring for your drink of the week this week? What I brought might look and smell like the Jack Daniels, Gentleman's Jack, Double Mellow Tennessee Whiskey, but it is in fact the most coveted colloidal bronze drink of the Ron and Brian podcast. That's right. I got a sample from Mrs. Ron. Um, I do not have my five people yet to bring to the show. Still working on that. There were some question about them feeling comfortable. They thought it felt a little cult-like. Um, but in the meantime, I want to sit and enjoy the color. I see the caramel. Clear, crisp, and uh, this is what I brought. All right, well, take a sip. I mean, uh, we we obviously have have talked up the colloidal bronze, but take a sip and tell us uh, what you think, if this is a worthwhile investment. Um, for all those people out there that want to do the work, this is how you do the work. Marty is doing the work. I, uh, I feel enlightened. I feel a cocoon of warmth. Um, I feel the liver, liver failure coming on, and now I'm going to drink this throughout the night. All right, sounds good. Brian? We'll follow up with you, champ. Um, what are you drinking? Mm, nice. I'm not fucking around. 
I'm going with the McAllen 12 year. This is the double. Um, this is the double cask. Uh, listen, I could go on forever. I could sit there and I could tell you all, um, you know, what the aromas, the flavors, the taste is. No, look at this. This is going inside of me. Oh, how many times I heard that in college, Brian. Where's my nickname, Ron? What are you drinking, buddy? So uh, I brought to the table, ironically enough, also some McAllen. This is McAllen Limited Edition number six. Uh, the reason I brought this is that was purchased for me by a supposed friend, uh, a friend who has since turned his back on me uh, and because uh, to, to, to heighten his own self-esteem um, to attack me. So I figured I would have something bitter um, like his heart. And so a little McAllen special edition number six. Guys, we all went brown tonight. Mm. Oh, it's good. It burns. It burns. It burns. It burns. I'll oh, say this to you. By that, by the 30-minute mark of this show, we are gonna be flying. All right, nice. Well, let's uh let's keep it rolling then. Obviously, uh, after drink of the week, we gotta follow that up with Uh, Brian, as champion, I'll defer to you this time and say, what's bothering you this week? Um, what's bothering me this week are the motherfuckers in the Port Authority Police Department. Um, I received a $74 ticket earlier this week what? for failure to pay when uh, boarding a light rail train right here, connecting from Hudson uh, County up to Bergen County. Uh, what you're supposed to do is buy your ticket before you get on. You're supposed to activate it. I don't know how much this ticket is supposed to cost because um, I've been light riding the light rail to work and back every day for six months now, and I've never purchased a ticket. Um, there's no ticket agent. There's nobody checking tickets. I figured at some point I was going to get nabbed. Um, did not know it was going to be this week. I uh, exited the train in Hoboken. And as soon as I walked off, just like karma smacked me in the face, there was a um, a phalanx of probably about a half a dozen police officers asking people, can I please see your ticket? Please see your ticket. Um, uh, because I'm a fool, I was standing in the front of the train. So as soon as I walked out the door, they're standing right there. Um, looked at the guy, smiled, realizing I'd got nabbed. So I was just said, I don't have a ticket. So he starts writing up, write me up. And I see in the back, everybody's opening up their phones, purchasing tickets and activating them immediately. <laughs> um, so while this guy's writing me my ticket, I'm standing there. Everybody behind in the back is just sitting there, just <laughs> and then showing their ticket. Um, and I believe I was the only schmuck on that train that got a ticket. So you let the police run a train on you. Is that, is that what you're saying? Oh, yes. $74. Ironically, weren't you just talking about this on last week's pajama yes. party? Yes. That's a, Listen, that is enjoyable. Um, it, uh, it, it, I know it makes you feel good. I know that your, your smugness to sit there and, and, and feel that somehow me being pushed down by the man 
is is somehow more self-serving to you. But this isn't about you. This is me. And I got a $74 ticket for breaking the law this week when I should be the one making the law because I'm the champ. So would you say 1413, Brian? 1413. One, 1312. One, no, it's 1312. ACAP. Yes. Um, no, I just fucked up. I, right. um, that's, that's my mistake. But that's my beat for the week. Ron? Yes. What's bothering you this week? Uh, my beef, uh, I guess similar to you, my beef is with myself, Brian. Um, as, uh, as you know, I kind of maintain everything within the household here. I'm the king of the castle. And as such, I have to keep charge of the utilities here. Um, and we are able to shop around our gas and electric utilities. You can get special pricing, um, but you have to keep an eye out for when that like 90 or 120 days run out and they jack up the price. Um, apparently, I forgot to do that for the month of uh, January. Uh, so my natural right. gas uh, price tripled uh, without me noticing it. So my my utility bill for the month of January. Uh, anyone anyone want to take a guess as to what that number was for the month of January? Uh, I'm going to go 175. <laughs> 600. Closer. $711 for electric and gas combined. What? <laughs> I hear. I just heard my uh, my lovely wife yelling from the bedroom because I hadn't let her in on that little secret yet. <laughs> oh my God! I'd be furious. What on earth um, are you? Do you use natural gas in your home for? Well, the the boiler number one, so it heats the house. Oh, That's the biggest. Expense okay. Right there. All right. That's the. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I assume you have changed the. I have your, changed. Yeah. Heating company. I did, and I've I've made yeah, a little but, note in my phone to check for the next time I need to update it. But Ron, have you changed, Brian? I, I've changed, and uh, I think we all just need to 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 think about what happened and think about the mistakes we've made, and understand that it's okay to make mistakes at times. Brian, you made a mistake, and that's I okay, did, Brian. I Brian, I want you to say it's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to make a mistake. But your mistake oh. is taking me on tonight, bitch. Oh. Anyway, uh, Marty, what's bothering you this week? Uh, my beef of the week is the amount of bathrooms available in a theater that holds 1,300 people. Um, I went to see TV personality last night, Jonathan Van Ness, hysterical show. Had a great time. Um, how many stalls do you think were available for that amount of people? Well, I, I will uh, tell gonna... you in the, in the men's room up there, mm -hmm. there are... This I was think. gender neutral. We had a gender neutral night last night. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Well, I, I will tell you, having been in the men's room, there are three urinals and one mm -hmm. toilet stall. Okay. Okay. Brian? I'm going to say a dozen. Um, there were eight. Eight Ew. available places to pee and or poop. That is correct. Which is just for everyone or just the ladies? But no, I mean, everybody. that was everybody. That was both bathrooms combined. The line was wrapped around itself upstairs. Uh, there are no bathrooms on the first floor, so you have to take an elevator if you so need to. Um, and I just I find that to be apprehensible. Can we can we share the text that you sent us? <laughs> you may. You may. All right. So uh, 
we uh we went out for a little uh, a delightful evening of hot pot and mongolian barbecue uh, after which marty went over to the theater to see the show and then uh about a half hour after we left her uh we received the text yeah sorry keswick bathroom for what you are about to experience that is true that is true they did not experience though what i was talking about because there was just absolutely no way that that was that was happening so i was able to I was able to maintain myself, compose myself. Like may I inquire? May I inquire something? You um, did you did you just disclose that the night before this very important championship debate, the two of you socialized and had a dinner together? I was hoping that was not going to come up, but that is true. That is true, Brian. But that does not mean that I hold favor. I have no horse in this game. How can this be impartial? How could this be impartial? The collusion, the collusion that is already taking place. Hashtag sad. That I am, Brian. I would never allow that to happen. So you'll. Yeah, but I know my opponent. I know the way my opponent works. He plays dirty. That's how you have to do it sometimes. All right. Well, Brian, fucking do this. Are you ready to step into the debate arena? Yes. All right. I'm ready. Let's get it on. Welcome to the Ron and Brian Championship Debate. All right, if you are just joining us, this is the Ron and Brian Debate, vying for 51% ownership of the podcast and for the six-pound handcrafted one-of-a-kind gold title belt. The current 51% owner, Mr. Brian Podcast. We'll be squaring off with current 49% owner, Mr. Ron Podcast. I'm your moderator for the evening, Miss Marty of the Jardy Party. Mr. Jardy cannot be here tonight, mainly because he doesn't watch or listen to the show. First off, I'd like to say that these questions were submitted by viewers, some locally, some across the globe. I myself did not write them, nor did I edit them. I want everyone to keep that in mind and be respectful and responsible throughout the night. There will be a few rounds. First, we will have opening statements. Second round, each contestant will be asked the same question. You'll have two minutes to answer if needed, and then we will allow for a short open discussion. Third round will be a question to the individual in which they may take two minutes to answer, followed by a minute rebuttal from the opponent. The last round will be a fire round, followed by closing statements. Now, I want a clean and fair debate here. If we're all in agreement, then we can proceed. Agreed? Agreed. All right. I will be as fair. I will be as fair as Ron. If I if I see that he is breaking the rules and is is fighting dirty, then I will get down in that mud with him. All right, fair enough. Let's get into it. Opening statements, Brian. As you are currently fifty one percent owner, you may go first. You have two minutes. First off, I would like to thank you for inviting me to this debate, as well as my opponent, the Moms of Liberty, the Chinese Communist Party. Our sponsors, Blue Chew and Me Undies, as well as the American people and all global citizens watching today. One year ago, in similar circumstances to this, I asked you, the Ron and Brian Podcast Universe, a question. I asked, are you better off than you were before my opponent became podcast champion? The answer to that obviously was no. And as a result, I was elected to this office and promised you a new beginning for this podcast. Now, maybe I'm expected to ask that same question again. I'm not going to, because I think that all of you, or not everyone, 
those people that are in those pockets of poverty and haven't caught up, they could answer, maybe, I don't know. But I think that most of the people in this podcast universe would say, yes, they are better off than they were a year ago. The question I think should be enlarged, is the world better off than it was a year ago? Is the world better off with me as your podcast champion? And I know the answer to that is also yes. I promised a new beginning and so far it has only been a beginning. If the job were finished, I might have thought twice about seeking the championship for another term, but the job is not done. But we now have an economy that for the first time, well, let's put it this way, in 2022, during my opponent's tenure, overall national inflation was 7.8%. During my tenure as champion, it's only 3.4%. During my opponent's championship terror reign, the stock market fell over 20%. Our 401ks were gutted. Our retirement dreams were dashed. During my championship, the stock market has risen over 11%. Americans throughout this great podcast nation have realized incredible capital gains. The global economy has spoken. Wall Street has spoken. They want me as champion. We have restored much of the economy that was left in ruins by my opponent. Yes, we have an increase in the defense's budget for this podcast. But a year ago, we had planes that couldn't fly for lack of spare parts or pilots. We had Navy vessels that couldn't leave the harbor because of a lack of crew. Today, we're well on our way to a 600-ship podcast Navy. We have globally, the morale is high. I think the podcast universe should understand that two-thirds of the shows- You're coming in, you're coming in, two minutes here. Yeah. Listen- this is not this is not timed. I have a message that must be given. How I'm dare you? How sorry, dare you cut me off? Two minutes, Ron. We're gonna have to move over to you now. I am the champion. Right. I am the freaking champion. If if we have time, we can get back to that. But Ron, now your two minutes begins. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, podcast enthusiasts and esteemed audience members, welcome to a momentous occasion here at the Ron and Brian podcast. Today, we find ourselves at the crossroads of camaraderie and commerce as I step into the arena for a spirited debate with Brian on a matter of profound importance, the ownership stakes of our beloved podcast. As we embark on this friendly yet consequential discussion, I will present a compelling case as why I should rightfully reclaim the majority share at 51% the heartbeat of our dynamic duo, I bring not only an irreverent wit and charm, but also an unwavering commitment to the very essence of the Ron and Brian podcast. My dedication to the show has been nothing short of extraordinary. From the countless hours spent refining content to my unique ability to connect with our audience, I have proven time and again that I am not just a co-host. I am the backbone of this podcast. My passion, insights, and relentless pursuit of excellence have undeniably contributed to the success and vibrancy of our shared venture. Beyond the podcasting realm, my understanding of the intricate dance between humor and intellect has created a distinct flavor that our audience has come to cherish. My vision for the podcast's future, coupled with my unparalleled dedication, positions me as the driving force behind the show's ongoing success. So as we delve into this debate, Let us not only consider percentages, but also the immeasurable value that I bring to the Ron and Brian podcast. It is a journey of laughter, camaraderie, and shared experiences, and my leadership is an indispensable element in the alchemy that makes our podcast truly special. Sit back, relax, and witness as I articulate why I should rightfully claim that 51% ownership stake. 
not just as a matter of equity, but as a testament to my irreplaceable contribution to the very soul of the Ron and Brian podcast. Thank you. Captain, right. it just under two minutes. We can proceed if we're completed with the opening statements. We're now going to go into questions. That was two minute, two minutes and twenty two seconds. I I was counting the no. favoritism here. You are that is incorrect. Um, question number one. This goes to Brian. As you are currently the fifty one percent owner, we'll start with you again. You have two minutes if you so choose, and then it will be a short open discussion. Are you ready? I was born ready. All right, Brian. In the past year, you both have tried and failed to show your viewers any evidence that drag queens are, in fact, actually the problem. We've been inundated with solid evidence of teachers, politicians, Republicans, military personnel, policemen, all doing disgusting and illegal acts to children. But neither of you has addressed the root of the undeniable demise of our country, which, as we all know, are the drag queens. Can each of you please describe what you'll be doing in the upcoming year to prove on this podcast once and for all that heels and makeup are the real reason that America has gone to shit. Marty, I, I, I appreciate you asking me that question. It's a great question. It's a question that we have um, obviously for the past, you know, 37 years been battling. Um, drag queens, we, we know, we know for a fact that the drag queens are the problem. The evidence is, how do I say this? It has been masked. It has been, you know, placed inside of a vault and it has been hidden. We, however, will not give up. We are going to find that evidence. The drag queens, as much as we do appreciate their increasingly um, uh, hard efforts to teach literacy in the schools, they are the problem. They are almost as much of a problem as my opponent is. And I that think it's appreciated, all, Brian, but I don't, I don't hear you saying exactly how you're going to prove that. That's what we're looking for in this answer. We all remember when Ron spent tens of thousands of dollars of the podcast money when he was champion researching brain implants so that he could control the actions of podcast listeners worldwide to do as he wants. We cannot go back to that. And as such, that is the world that we must not return to. Thank you. Okay, and again, just under two minutes. Um, Ron. Yes. <laughs> your, your turn. Same question. Same question. Um, you know, I, while I while I certainly don't want to cast aspersions on our champion, you know, the the fact of the matter is is that he does control the content that goes out onto this podcast at times. And so for stories that did prove that drag queens were the problem, you know, he he squelched that information while at the same time uh, protecting those in the highest seats of power. Now, one thing he won't talk about during this debate are his repeated trips to Epstein Island over the years. Uh, a listener was nice enough to send me this photo. Um, we see Brian on one of these trips to Epstein Island providing Jeff Epstein with one of those coveted perilous foot rubs. Um, so what I will do moving forward is I will take over that championship belt. I will kick Brian out of his lofty perch, and I will make sure that we do show conclusive evidence that the drag queens are the problem. Thank you. That photo was was that that photo was doctored. Anybody Reclaiming that knows my time. me knows Reclaiming that I my hate time. 
Reclaiming my time. No, you have 30 seconds. I would never touch anyone's time. Reclaiming my time. I would never touch anybody's feet. Brian, please, please Re let Ron speak. He has 30 seconds. Ron. Reclaiming my Brian. Uh, Brian is a bitch. Thank you. Okay, with that being said, it, you can now speak each for one minute if you so choose. I'm good. I said you can now speak for one minute each if you want to talk about that last question or you can move on. No, I think um, I, uh, it was a quite obvious that um, my opponent has, has, has approached this debate with lies and is going to spend the next 36 minutes filling your ears, your brain, and your eyes with lies. And I will uh, rebut by saying that, that my opponent clearly has approached this episode as <laughs> he has other episodes uh, by not bringing much to the table. And I have to contribute the content. All right. Well, then moving on, we can continue with that. Ron, this question can go to you. On the topic of segments, throughout the years, there have been many on the show that have come and gone. To name just a few, there was This Week in Racism, Anti-Vaxxer of the Week. There was a marriage talk show game that Mr. and Mrs. Ron did a few years back. The public wants to know what new segment would you like to see on the show and why? What would it do to ensure that the podcast reaches number one in viewing and downloads? Uh, well, excellent question. Um, may I say kudos to you for your phenomenal moderation of this debate so far. Okay. I know, you know, Brian, uh, initially when we were going to do this debate, he had a list of moderators that he wanted. Uh, he asked for Jordan Peterson. He asked yeah. for Charlie Kirk. He asked for Joe Rogan. And I said, no, we need we need a strong, smart woman to moderate this debate. So thank you for your time here. But to get to your excellent question, I think a bit that really needs to happen in the upcoming year is how Brian has embarrassed the podcast this week. Um, for example, this past week, um, again, uh, a, a Eagle Eye viewer caught this uh, on one of the, the weekly uh, news shows. Uh, Brian viciously attacking uh, child uh, Sesame Street puppet Elmo. Um, look at the, the look of disgust. This is quite clearly, in my mind, a hate crime, but it just scratches the surface as to the many ways in a given week that Brian drags down the name of the Ron and Brian podcast. So I feel it will be integral to bring this to light to, to, to bounce off of your last question. Not only are the drag queens the problem, Brian is the problem. Thank you. Brian, you have two minutes. In terms of the, um, in terms of bits, in terms of content that we need to bring to this show, um, I think that, you know, first and foremost, we, we need to, to really pull back the curtain and really show the evils of the hotel industry. Um, it has been, you know, uh, stories that have been, um, you know, put forth and um, overruled in, in previous, um, previous presidencies. Um, the hotel industry is, is truly evil. The, the amount of sexual abuse that takes place in hotels, the staff have been um, sexually assaulted by um, vice presidents of sales and marketing. We have had, um, you know, uh, unclean rooms. Uh, if walk into any hotel room in um, State College, uh, Pennsylvania, and walk in there with a blue light or a black light, whichever color that is, 
um, and, and wave it over the bed. Look at all the jizz stains that are going to be covered. The hotel industry is, is putting everybody's safety at risk. And I think that this coming year, we will be introducing a bit called How Dangerous Is My Hotel? And we're going to be looking at certain hotels. I'm not going to say we're targeting any specific company or, or hotel management firms, but we're going to show the world just how dangerous it is when you and your family check in, get your room key, and then put your life at danger. Okay. If I may, I believe I have a minute. Yep, we have open discussion for one minute. Correct. So I, you know, I think where Brian's anger comes from, um, you know, he he had made a trip down to uh, Philadelphia this past June. Uh, we stayed in a hotel in Center City, Philadelphia, um, and I believe he was embarrassed in the lobby because housekeeping uh, noticed that the plunger was missing from his room um, after a a quick inspection of his body. Um, he had crammed that up into an orifice, which I choose not to name, just out of respect. These for him. are these are lies. Uh, but, these but are I lies. can see we're, why he is. I can see year, why he has this anger. This year, we're going after the Collegian Hotel and Suites in Syracuse. We're going after the Courtyard Marion in State College. We're going after the Hyatt Place, taking down the Nittany Lion, going after the Penn State or Hotel and Conference Center, State College, Pennsylvania, the Resident Inn in my Marriott, State College, Pennsylvania. Scholar Inn in Morgantown, West Virginia. You're getting taken down. The truth. Reclaiming, reclaiming my time. I'm uh, sorry. We only of- have three seconds left for this, uh, for this segment. We're going to have to move on to the next question. Um, sorry, Ron. Suck it. Brian, mm. this one can go to you. We can start off. Two years ago, you had lost your beloved team mascot, Paisley. Since that time, Ron, when you had ownership in 2022, and Brian, with your past year as owner in 2023, Neither of you has memorialized her in any type of tangible way. No team flags, no Paisley swag or merch. Tell us, what can we expect from each of you during the year 24 that will address this important piece of history? And if you in ownership, put Paisley on the same level of mascots as akin to, say, Gritty or the Fanatic. Two minutes. Okay. Um, I don't need two minutes for this one. Um, when, When I last saw Paisley... When I was visiting Elkins Park, I had a conversation with her. I pulled, I, I pulled her aside and I said to her, how can you, um, how do you want yourself to be memorized, memorialized, excuse me? How do you want us to remember you? How do you want the world to think of Paisley? And I put forth several ideas. We were going to erect a statue. Um, we were going to rename the show, the Paisley podcast starring Ron and Brian and Paisley sat there and said to me, no, 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 no. I do not want to be, uh, forward facing. This is not about a physical statue. I will exist for every, for, for all of eternity, not in the physical sense, but I want to be here in your heart. And that really touched me, touched my heart, touched my soul. Not in the way that Ron touches little boys. However, the point is, is the fact that before I do every show, I spend an hour before thinking about Paisley, remembering her, spending time with her. She sits there and tells me that I'm ready for this show. And that and is how we remember Paisley. We, we want something. What can we, what can we see 
that, Time you know, checks. Really I, I believe he's at his two minutes. He had an opportunity to answer the question. He was not able to answer the question. It was 30 seconds. Oh, I answered the question. I answered that question. Do not tell me I didn't answer that question. Okay. Well, we have 20 seconds if there's anything that we can bring. But if not, Ron, you, you may go. Well, I think part of the problem is that I, I've spent so much of this past year uh, with the uphill climb that has resulted in society because of the change since Brian has taken over being champion. Climate index up since last year. Pollution index up. Traffic commute time index up. Property price to income ratio up. Cost of living index up. In the meantime, your our healthcare index down, our safety index down, and our overall quality of life index down. All as a result of this man right over here who just can't seem to get his act together. But I will say this, having uh, been at uh, the, the Jardy compound on New Year's Eve and seeing how a certain individual um, manhandled a foster dog that was there without any respect for boundaries, I am proposing uh, that we start the Paisley Foundation. That's and the main goal of that foundation will be to educate elderly Jewish men on how to appropriately handle animals and respect them. Interesting. We have one minute to debate. Brian, anything to say? Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you just listened to one hour of lies. The world is a better place than we were a year ago. Ron is, is, is faking these, this data. You want to sit there and say that people can, you know, uh, spend less this year than they could a year ago. That is a lie. Inflation is down compared to where it was under your tenure. And, and, and you showed no respect for Paisley by letting inflation run rampant. Stock market down 20%. Where was the honor there when, when you had it? You should never get this championship belt again. I, I gotta say, guys, as moderator, I'm not hearing honor on Paisley's side from either one of you at this current time. Um, we're gonna. Well, I just want to editorialize. Please don't editorialize. Excuse me. Can I please speak? If I have, I'm the minute champion here. You said open debate. You I, said open debate. I did. I just, I did. I think we're gonna have to move on to our next. Hold on. Break. I have just one last thing to say. It won't even take me a you minute. You have nothing. I just found it was very interesting during that last uh, comments by Brian that he referred to the audience as the jury. I think that's because because he's had to spend so much time in courtrooms over this past year trying to defend his felonious deeds. Gentlemen, we're going to have to move on. Next question, uh, Brian, this will go to you first. For the NFL Super Bowl game this year, it has come to light that there will be a new sponsor. That sponsor is, that's right, Ron's Balls. Ron's Balls, where a clean shaven scrotum is the name of the game. Now, it has been stated by both of you on this podcast that, and I quote, we here at the Ron and Brian podcast uplift women and believe in equality of the genders. The question for both of you is, why has the close shave of the labia not been taken into account with this product? And so then how does a woman benefit from or experience equality when it comes to her own need for a close shorn undercarriage? Brian, you have two minutes. My two minutes are going to be spent this way. And I, I, I think this is an important question. Um, women's uh, uh, genitalia. Um, is is equally as important to society. In fact, I would argue that it's more important than the male genitalia. Um, however, I'm going to say this. Um, I believe that women have made far more advancements as part of this society in terms of tending to their genital uh, hair than men have. 
I believe that you know it has been an acceptable uh, approach for grooming by the females of this world. Whereas on the male side, and, and keep in mind, there are so many genders. We're not just talking about men and female. We're talking about all genders, Marty. I'm a little disappointed that you only want to talk about female genitalia. I like talking about female genitalia, but that's, you know, it's not my place to shame the moderator of this debate. Let's, let's keep on but track. Will, let's keep on track. I will say this is that once we get to a, to a position where men's hair grooming in the genital area matches women's, that's when we can have a conversation about us all as a society. Okay. Thank you. Ron, same question. Well, I think, you know, I think those longtime listeners and followers um, of the podcast, I think they know the true reason they hear it week in and week out, uh, Brian's disregard for women and his need to feel like he can control their bodies. Um, I could I could go through a litany of, uh, of examples from previous episodes. Instead, uh, I did put together a little slideshow, if you may indulge me. Um, Brian gladly hopped on the bandwagon of trashing Taylor Swift for attending her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey's football games. You see he here, he traveled to Arrowhead Stadium uh, just to, to take snapshots of her enjoying the game while he disapprovingly looked on. Um, he was also down in Washington, D.C. <laughs> on the day that Roe v. Wade was uh, abolished. Uh, you have to zoom in here, but here is he photobombing people celebrating this horrible decision uh, coming from our Supreme Court. Here is Brian in 2017 at the Women's March in Washington, D.C., showing his disdain for a sign that says women rights are human rights. And then last, but certainly not least, when St. Paul recently hired, recently elected a all-woman city council, Brian wept, wept in the audience because of this. He saw women, he saw individuals of color, and he said, why is the white man not represented? And this is exactly why we have the situation. Ron's balls stands for freedom. Ron's balls stands for equality and Ron's balls stand for everything that is good on this planet. And if I am made champion again, I will elevate Ron's balls. Ron's balls are saggy right now. But when I reclaim that championship, they will be lifted back up. We are at our two minutes. That was alarmingly prepared for it, Ron. Um, Brian, do you have anything to say to that? I Lies. You just saw more lies. Uh, Apparently one person on this uh, on this debate has coming with facts and truth. And my opponent, on the other hand, is coming with lies. That's it. All right. Moving on. Next question. I don't remember at this point who answered the last one first. I think Ron gets it. Ron gets it first. Ron gets it. Okay. Ron. Um, Global hunger is a hot topic, which of course affects the children of the world. We've all seen the pictures and the commercials begging for just one cent a day to make a difference in these poor young lives. Now, the podcast has had a long-standing history of declaring that it welcomes a more diverse group of people and doesn't judge yet. We have yet to see these kids appear on the show. Question for both of you. 
How are you going to reach these emaciated children to influence them to listen to the podcast and prove that you are in fact doing what you can to bring in a group that you haven't been able to or even attempted to loop in? And it, um, it's remember it's for the children. So. Sure, exactly. It's for the children. And yes. you know, there are so many times during the week um, that I think about how can I reach these kids? And Brian will will just text me randomly at times and say, Ron, I'm thinking about children right now. And so how do we do that? Now, this is this is a respectfully 21 and over podcast. Um, maybe not, you know, maturity wise, but chronologically 21 and over. So I don't know that it would necessarily uh, be good to bring children on the show. Um, I know there are certain issues with Brian not being able to go within 500 feet of schools. Um, so nice. what we can do is we can continue to work on fundraising, raising awareness and doing things grassroots to help the children. Because I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they present inside. Give them a sense. Anyway, uh, I, I uh, that's all I have to say. I was getting into the singing portion. Brian, answers to that. You have two minutes. Um, I have two minutes or one minute? No, you have two minutes. We've been doing two minutes. Oh, you, you have one minute? No. I you have two more. minutes. I answered yeah. first. You're second, so you get two minutes. Brian, don't, don't tell me how much time I have, Ron. You are no one to tell me how You've much time. You've got hardly any time, my friend. The the clock is ticking on you until notes. next Sunday. Brian, you're losing oh. time on this topic. Let's get back to oh, the children, my, please. The children. Oh, oh my oh my cock is ticking, Ron. Um, you want to talk about how much we I care about the children and what I am willing to do for the children. So I want everyone to know that um one of my first acts as president. Um, of this podcast as champion of the podcast for my second term, we will be mass producing Dr. Ron plush toys. Uh, you're seeing a prototype right here. We are going to be mass producing these dolls. We are going to be um, sending over 250,000 of them to third world countries, to the developing world so that grassroots counselors can sit there and ask the children, show me on your body where this evil doctor touched you. Because Ron, and his in his um, worldwide travels, ironically, um, has only traveled to developed countries where there is a plethora, an overabundance of child prostitution. So we are we are going to mass produce these dolls with this face right here, Dr. Ron, and we are going to to go out there and we're going to try and save some of the children who have been abused. And um, we're going to ask them, obviously, does this man look familiar? Were you abused by him? Um, and that's how we are going to save the children. OK, that's thank you. Thank you for that. Concrete actions and not just talk. My opponent is coming with just talk. We have 30 Air. seconds. If anyone wants to say anything before we He's move gonna on to sing the next songs. Segment. He's gonna sing songs. We are going to identify children that were touched by Dr. Ron. All right, thank you. Thank All you. All I'm gonna say is just notice how manhandled that doll seems in Brian's possession. This doll, ironically, was a was a light blue when I got it. It is now turned to a crusty white. 
as moderator, I cannot comment on that, although I have many, many things I'd like to say. Moving on to individual questions. Brian, this first question is for you. Um, is, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. As 51% current owner, you have had a year to bring this podcast to a new level of professionalism and aid in producing quality content for the people, yet you have admittedly not succeeded in mastering the tech side of owning and producing each episode, specifically with sound bites, visual effects. Tell us, what will you improve? What will you do to improve on this if you win? I'm going to take offense right now immediately to that question. I believe that over the past year, this podcast has grown in leaps and bounds um, in terms of content. I don't believe that clips are what the people want. We all can go back in time to when Ron did his last solo episode. I believe that was episode 187 when Ron did his solo episode. It was packed with clips. There was over 12 minutes of clips. And you know what? We only had about 20 to 25 viewers, maybe 30. I'm not sure. However, when I returned and I did my solo podcast, we had over 75 views on YouTube. How many clips were shown? Zero. How many audio clips did we include? Zero. What did we provide? We provided content. We provided talk. We provided personality. You are asking as the moderator, keep in mind, I do respect, you know, your, your approach, your questions. Yeah, these questions, did. I did not write them. Uh, they came from the public. So this is, this is. Then the public, whoever wrote this question, I'm going to say that th what you're asking about is in my opinion, fluff. What sets us aside is not the fact that we can take a picture or we can Photoshop an image and put my face on it or the fact that we can take a, a video that was uh, that is on YouTube or, or the New York Post. That is that, that is filler. What the people want, what the podcast university wants. Universe, not university. I'll even admit that. I fucked that one up. Um, they want more Brian. They want more Ron. Maybe they want more Ry Marty. We'll see where that goes. Possible John. I don't know. We'll see. In my second term, as your champion, we will explore expanding, but we are not going to fill this show with fluff and unneeded noise. Okay, worth that. Ron, Thank your you. response to that, you have one minute. Uh, my response to that is, is if you want a podcast that is just one tangent after another, then I think you stick with the current leadership. If you want originality, if you want joy, if you want singing, if you want love, if you want laughter, does anybody remember laughter? Then make me 51% owner again. I yield the rest of my time. Okay, interesting you say that because Ron, I think this next question delves right into that. So we're gonna go, Ron, as 49% current owner, you have had a year to see where your opponent has gone with his title and what he has brought to the table and to think on improvements you yourself could have made. Tell us, how will you ensure that Brian does not continue to try dominating the conversation by going off on his tangents in the upcoming year? We've heard the Eric Clapton bit, this has got to stop. Clearly he still persists. What else can we expect from you? You know, I think the only thing um, that can be done moving forward is perhaps Brian needs to be put into timeout for certain episodes. Um, you know, we have uh, we have tested out my side project, the Ron and Ron podcast, and it has gotten great numbers. So perhaps there are some times that Brian needs to take a seat and just just stay out of the way. Um, the only way this will truly stop is if we silence him 
And the only way to silence him is just to not have him on the air. He is, he does not respect people. His his lack of respect is not limited to just women. It is limited. It extends to our audience, the jury, as he referred to them, because they are a jury of his peers and they find him guilty each and every week of rambling. Thank you. Brian response. This is an offensive question. Um, the very fact that you would include this in this debate again, is, Brian, uh, I do not heartwarming. Make they come from you pick this question. Though, so we oh, know shocking. that over a Brian hundred, is upset over hundred. a woman Excuse questioning me. his dominance. This shocking. is my time to talk. This is my time to talk, Ron, and you will shut up. I claim my time. I claim my time. I don't actually know what that means, by the way, but we'll we'll just go from there. Um, what was the question again? Oh, yeah. How can I not go off on tangents? I feel like I just did, proving the point of the question. Um, I will say this, is that it is very clear by the 75 people that watched my solo episode that the people do want the tangents. People do want the train of thought speeches. They want to know where am I going to go when I start a sentence Sometimes I don't know where I'm going to go, but it's it's a ride. It's an enjoyable ride. And the people have spoken. The podcast world has spoken and they want more of it, All not right. less. Now you have spoken and now we are moving on to the next question. Um, Brian, this one is for you. Brian, this picture was taken of you in the summer of this past year when you were in the throes of being 51% owner now. It appears that you're indeed very much asleep on the job. Um, what can you say about that? And how can we expect this to change if you win the title again? What um, I apologize if we are living in a world where my meditation is going to be judged by the physical pose that I take when I am meditating. That photo is not of me sleeping on the job, as you say. That photo is of me pondering the questions of life. That is me thinking to myself, how can I make the show better this Sunday? How can I sit there and carry the weight of this podcast on my shoulders? How can I make people forget how unlikable Ron is? That may be the physical form I take. However, my brain is always working on improving this show. Okay. It appeared, your brain appeared to be off in this picture. That's, I think that's why this question came into light. Simply, I'm closing my eyes and I have my, my neck in a prone position. That is all you're seeing. Interesting. Okay. Anything uh, else you are reading into it. Ron, thoughts on that? Well, you know, uh, it's funny that Brian seems to have an issue over photos because photos, they show the truth. They show what has actually happened in life. And he has no defense against that. For example, uh, our avid listener, Mike T from Albany, New York, sent me this photo that he's had in his collection for a while. This is Brian at one of the scenes of the Manson family murders. Look at that, that look of enjoyment on his face. I don't know if it's more about the murder or more about the, uh, the comment about police officers written in blood on the wall. But this is, this is the kind of stuff that this champion can't defend himself from. And he will try to say this is doctored. He will try and say, I wasn't even born when the Manson murders happened. 
But these are the kind of lies that he spews over and over and over again. And that is why that belt needs to be around my waist again after next week. All right. Um, move, <laughs> moving on. Now, Ron, this question goes to you. So this gem was found with you apparently going under some sort of cover or fetish protective custody, presumably with the shame of having lost the title in 2030 now. How can we believe that this type of cop-out behavior won't happen again and that you have the inner strength and dedication to take on whatever challenges arise if you win the title? Well, I, you know, and, and, and I'm glad you brought that picture to light because <clears throat> some people may look at that picture as a negative. I look at it as a positive. I look at it as me showing the love that I have for my wife and going along with a group costume or a couple's costume for Halloween that maybe did not put me in the best light. That put me in a wig that was frightening, uh, that, that was put into makeup done by my darling, beautiful bride um, that, for lack of a better term, made me look like a kid toucher. Um, the kid toucher, my friends, over here in this next window. That's all kid I have toucher. to say about that. I'm going to claim the time for our one minute of open discussion and to say that I find it despicable that my opponent just blamed his own wife for his actions to sit there and throw the lovely, the wonderful Mrs. Ron under the bus. And I'm to sorry, sit there we will, and not, say that we will when, not be bringing a photo of him discussion. that he does we not appreciate Frank, that Frank, instead of taking the responsibility, he sat there and he said, oh, I'm blaming my wife for this one. Mr. That is Brian disgusting, Podcast, we will not, just we will not despicable. Bring, we will not bring Mrs. Ron in. Um, Ron, I want to go back to your answer, though, because we had also found this picture, which, again, just depicts a level of imbalance. It seems like a red flag. What say you? What say you to this? And to uh, well, first, someone earlier, why are they in frames? Um, because I don't know how to do things online. Uh, well, first, let me just say I, I, I would question whether Brian would talk over a male moderator as much as he has been talking over you this evening. And I would like to apologize to you on behalf of the entire Ron and Brian podcast. And again, you know, I was, uh, that was me attempting to uh, make some social commentary, attempting to break the bonds of what I normally do to try and do something extra. Uh, some people around here, they like to play it safe. I push boundaries. I test boundaries. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And I think you just need to, you need to own your pluses as well as your minuses. Okay. Moving on, Brian. Ready? Yes. Born ready. Okay. Brian, do you think of yourself as a weakling or a little bitch now that you no longer live in the hardened city of New York? How can you sustain the level of strength and gusto you brought to the podcast as 51% owner now that you've sold out and moved to the swanky condo overlooking the water? Well, I think it's very important for people to understand. I think it's important that the world knows that my physical residence does not define my authority. My physical location does not define my level of excellence. New York City is a, is a town that is no longer the beautiful city that she once was. Terrible forces have taken control of that city and have brought it down to a point where it was no longer safe for my, for my woman, for my lady. So I decided 
that it was best for me and her to leave the city that we once called home. Now, we haven't gone far from this city. I can look out my window right now and see it. Tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., I will be within that city. And that city is, will always own a large part of my heart. However, where I sleep at the end of the night do not, does not define who I am, does not dictate my character. In fact, it provides me a better perspective on looking from afar and seeing the beautiful city that she is and knowing that I can take a part in making her better. Thank you. Ron, any response to that? Um, well, I think, you know, it, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors, as is so often from this champion. Um, he used New York City when it when it when it served his purpose. Um, I think we all remember during the heart of the pandemic when he would uh, bemoan the forklifts, the refrigerated trucks, the bodies. Because why? Because he needed that content at that time to make him seem like a caring person. And the moment that the pandemic ended, the moment that those refrigerated trucks were pulled away, he got his ass across the river as soon as possible. He is living on waterfront property. He is living in his gilded tower, hiring day laborers to fix up his home because the man can't even tell a Phillips head screwdriver from a flathead screwdriver. So I call bullshit. That's right. I apologize for my language, but I call bullshit on what he just said. Language aside, we have five seconds left. So we're going to move on to the next question, if that's okay. Um, Ron, this one's for you. Ron, 2023 could not have been easy for you. This past year, you have been the underdog, if you will. I'm not sure what's happening with Brian there. Brian, are we okay? I'm just sitting here with my belt. You know, the belt that Ron used to have, but was no longer worthy of holding. We will I'll see just after, hanging out with it. We'll see after tonight where this is going. I'm sorry to start again. Ron, 2023 couldn't have been easier for you. This past year, you've been the underdog, if you will, the loser, second fiddle, the next best, washed up goods, sloppy seconds. If you win the title for 2024, what will your victory dance look like? And a demonstration is required for the answer. You know, well, I would just like to say every day I wake up and I am the number two individual in my own household because I'm married to a strong, powerful, lovely woman. We do appreciate um, her. And as a, a lover of your wife and close friend, um, we respect her. We are, though, looking for a dance. Um, sure. You know, I would if I, I may need to step away from the microphone and stand up a little bit. I feel I might need to grab my groin a little bit hip shake a little bit, yes. maybe get a little booty action in there. It, you know, it's still in the works. I feel I still have a week left to work out all of the kinks. Um, but those of you that have seen me do my cabbage patch, my running man, my sprinkler, my typewriter, you know I've got the moves. You know I will bring something memorable to the table. Okay, Brian, do you have any dances to follow up with that to compete with your opponent? The only dance that I can think of is to gyrate my hips and thrust. Brian has the torn meniscus. Brian has the broken arm. Excuse Brian me, I have has the, the bad knee. You can't Those talk right now. Why are you allowing to him to talk? Why is he talking right now? This is the time for me to do my championship move where I'm going to sit there and let I'm going to let people You can know hear his hips creaking under the weight of that six pounds of gold. 
No one's quite sure what's happening on the screen right now. So thank you each for that display. We're going to move on to the fire round. Brian, if you could please take your seat. And the first question here is going to Ron, if we're ready. Ron. Yes. Uh, what is the more annoying quality in your component? His aversion to the sun and the outdoors in general, or his taste in loud and headache-inducing music? I would say his uh, his taste in loud and headache-inducing music. Okay, okay, okay. Brian, any response to that? Clearly, he doesn't understand art when he sees it. Um, and 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 just that's just a reminder of how if Ron becomes champion of the show, we will go back into the dark ages. Okay. <laughs> Brian, next question. Um, what is the more annoying quality in your component? His never-ending bougie kitchen appliances or the fact that he refuses to shop in store and prefers everything to be delivered to his doorstep? Hot damn, I can't come up with either of those is more annoying. I mean, they are they are just equally bougie. Sorry, um, uh, yeah, I, I would say that's, uh, you, you're probably also leaving out the fact that he has perfect hair. I mean, look at that. Look at that mane on the top Brian, of his head. That actually drives, that drives me more Brian. crazy. Brian, we may get to the hair later. I'm asking you to answer this question, please. What's more annoying is probably the bougie um, uh, kitchen appliances. I mean, he's got an uh, he's got a mini oven that has a uh, that's got a camera inside to show you how your bacon's looking as it cooks. I mean, how how out of touch with the, with with humanity is he? People are people are hurting on the streets. <laughs> Uh, next question. This goes to Ron. Ron, inquiring minds want to know how many fairy costumes do you actually own, and what is the color coordination scheme in your closet for their display? Um, I, uh, I, you know, people buy into Brian's lies. I own no uh, furry costumes, so there is no color coordination. Oh come on, lies! How dare you? How dare Ron? How dare you lie to the podcast universe by claiming that you do not own any furry costumes? Okay, well, if that's... Do the work, Ron. Do the work. The work that's the answer done. we're going with, Brian. In regards to work, Brian, this question goes to you. You've had the title belt for the past year. Uh, we here at the show expect that a great deal of care has gone into the daily maintenance of this masterpiece. Can you please describe the daily regimen that you followed to preserve this belt over the past year? And you may use product names if you so desire. Oh, 100%. Um, right off the bat, first thing every morning I do is I masturbate over the belt. Um, Ron told me that one of the things that keeps this thing nice and shiny is, um, ejaculate. Um, so every morning I wake up, uh, make myself a cup of coffee and ejaculate all over this champion, this fine championship belt. And look how shiny it is. I mean, there's not even a fingerprint on this damn thing. Um, that's, that's the only product I use on this. Ron, anything to say to that? Um, Brian may think that makes the belt less desirable to me. It actually only makes it more. Makes sense. Moving on. Ron, um, as Eagles fans, as Eagles fans, the people of Philadelphia are ecstatic. The Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones, is keeping the head coach, Mike McCarthy. As a Cowboys fan, what are your thoughts about this decision? Um, Jerry Jones is a poison to the NFL, so it does not surprise me. That's it. All right. That's it. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty plain and simple. Brian, um, how many times a day do you pleasure yourself to the thought of Ron's thick, sexy hair? Um, on a, I, I, I'd be lying if I said it was a daily basis. I'm going to say a good, solid four to five times a week. 
I mean, there are days where I take off. I'm not going to, I'm not going to pretend that it's a daily activity, but usually I wait for my woman to go in for a shower. And then what I do is I go onto YouTube, pull up the last episode. Um, I zoom in on Ron's uh, camera and then I pleasure myself. I would say four or five times a week. All right. Next question is for Ron. Ron, at what point during this past year did you realize that Mrs. Ron was in fact in love with <laughs> the moderator? That's weird. Um, and where do you envision them eloping off together? Um, well, I, I will say this. When I envision my wife with the moderator, you're not eloping off. You're doing other things. Uh, but, you know, listen, I want her to be happy. And you've done such a great job here tonight that I want you to be happy. So whatever the, the future between you two holds, I support that. Brian, any thoughts? Put Bring a camera into the room is all I'm asking. All right. Brian, uh, this next question is for you. It has been noted that you have mentioned less and less of your fleshlight in the last year. Um, do you attribute that to the presence of your lady friend or does being current 51% owner have anything to do with that decision? I'm still trying to get her to accept that there is nothing embarrassing or um, inappropriate about uh, a fleshlight being part of a healthy um, sexual uh, activities between uh, two parties who are of the same uh, mindset. Um, she sees that as an attempt to replace her. That is not true. I think that a man and a woman who love each other very much can incorporate a fleshlight into their sexual activities. Um, this obviously is not something that she immediately has embraced. However, I have not given up. All right. Yeah. Ron, anything to say? Um, all I can say is that's the kind of content that we usually uh, retain for After Dark. Which On the Patreon. By going to ronandbrianpodcast.com, clicking in the upper right-hand corner and becoming a patron. We're going to be in the Ron and Brian spin room tonight at 930 after this episode um, to talk about uh, debate performance. But that would be my answer to that. Okay. I will not be there. Um, for our next round, we have the continue with the fire round, but these questions are for the both of you. Um, who answered the last one? Ron, we'll, we'll start with you with this one. Um, ready? Yes. Okay. The celebrity death pool is a time-honored tradition here at the Ron and Brian podcast. Which celebrity from your own list would you personally like to see go in 2024? Your reasons can be your own, but an answer is required. I mean, I would say Ron Jeremy just because he's proven himself to be a horrible person. Brian. I would go Shannon Doherty because she's so close. And that's a lot of points I can score. A lot of points. Dark. Next question. Uh, Brian, this one will go to you to start. The big game is coming up. We're talking about Super Bowl, folks. Usher has been chosen to perform the halftime show. Tell us. What is your favorite song by the artist that you'll be singing along and dancing to naked while pre-gaming? Oh, what's the one he does with Lil John? Where I'm he's sorry, like, you're, you're, you're going to have to answer this, Brian. We can't help you. Oh, I don't know the name of a single Usher song. So I, if you're asking for an actual name of a song, I got nothing on this one. You may I know that he did. If, that, if, that, if, if you know the words, you, you can sing it. Ugh, I even, can I just I jump remember. in here and say if it's not get low, get out of my house? That's all that's also not Usher. So Oh busted. 
You bitch. I believe you both were busted in that question. Next question. Uh, Ron, this can go to you to start with. During the Super Bowl, would you rather see Taylor Swift on screen during the entire game on a side-by-side -side panel, recording her every move, including commercials, or have a 100% Swift-free sighting game, but you need to watch three-plus-hour-long concert movie twice prior to watching the game? So, I mean, I, I think Ron, I'd be okay. Ron, Ron, your previous movie viewing with your wife does not count towards this. I think I'd be okay with a little picture-in-picture, picture, Taylor, uh, to avoid having to watch the Eras movie again. Interesting. Brian? I would um, be very much interested in seeing a Taylor Swift picture-in-picture uh, picture, uh, while watching the Super Bowl. Hmm, okay. I cannot imagine watching that movie twice before watching the Super Bowl. All right, so we now will go into our closing statements. Uh, in that statement, please also address the following question. If there was only one thing that you hope the people in the audience today could take away or remember as a result of watching or listening to this podcast debate, aside from the amazing moderating, what would it be? And I can repeat this question at the end of your closing statements if needed. But closing statements, we will start. Ron is current 51%. You may go. I mean, Brian. Right. Oh no, I defer to I defer to my opponent to um uh, uh put his closing statement out first. Your choice. Well, and and first again, let me thank it's you. It's my choice as champion that Ron goes first cuz mm, mm, yes, cuz mm. as we know, Brian is a fan of taking choice away from people, especially women. But let me just say, uh Marty I would like to applaud you on your great job as moderator. Yes. I would like to applaud the audience as well for sticking with us for these 290 episodes. And I guess the takeaway that I would ask for people is to look at where you are now versus a year ago. Our society is crumbling. Our nation, nay, our world is grayer and receded since last year, much like Brian's hair. So I think... You need to look at the hair that has been mentioned already here this evening. This is the hair of a champion. These luscious locks, and they could grow longer. I help you people not be as attracted to me by keeping it as a close shortcut, but this is a delicious head of hair. It is a natural color head of hair. And just again, you look at you look at side by side, he looks like a before. I look like an after. That is why I should be champion. That's why. Okay, Brian. First off, thank you very much, Marty. Everyone, you have now heard our championship debate, months of campaigning and way too many TV commercials. And now you have a choice. Over the past year, we have made real progress, digging our way out of the policies that gave us two podcast wars, no advertising, and the worst economic crisis since the Great Depression. And my opponent wants to take us back to those policies, a podcast policy that's wrong and reckless, podcast policies that won't create jobs, won't grow our audience, but will make sure that folks at the very top don't have to play by the same rules that you do. And I've got a different version for the Ron and Brian podcast. I want to build on our strengths. I've put forward a plan to make sure that we are bringing podcast jobs back to our shores by rewarding companies and small businesses that investing in our podcast by advertising on our podcast 
is the betterment of all humanity. Yes, I want to reduce our podcast deficit by cutting spending where we don't need and by asking the wealthy to do a little bit more so that we can invest in things like research and technology that are the key to a 21st century podcast. And we've been through tough times, but we will always bounce back because of our character, because we always pull together. And if I have the privilege of being your champion for another year, I promise you, I will always listen to your voices. I will not be a fascist champion like our opponent. I will fight for your families. I will work very hard every single day to make sure that the Ron and Brian podcast continues to be the greatest podcast on earth. Thank you. Oh, sorry. I nodded off a little bit there. Rudeness. Rudeness. All right, fellas, I think that's all the time that we have. I hope everyone out there is now as informed and as enlightened as I am. It was a pleasure to assist in this debate. I look forward to seeing who will be holding the belt, the glory, and the esteemed 51% owner of the Ryan and Brian podcast in 2024. All right. Thank you for joining us, everybody. We will catch you you next week. Thank you for joining us on the Ron and Brian podcast. We're live each week on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. You can find prior episodes, links to our social media, and everything else Ron and Brian at ronandbrianpodcast.com. See you again. 